0: In a minute. He was bad in Clay. He bad in Sugar Ray. He bad in that. Who that? you, The new boy I had got Mike T- Mike Tyson look like a bulldog. He bad him too. I he whipped Mike Tyson T- T- there. He whipped all the asses. What about Rocky Marciano? Oh, there it go. There they go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out their ass. That's day one. That's day one. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good, but compared to Joe. Joe Lewis' ass. That's right, he did whoop Joe Lewis' ass. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when they fought. I don't know how old he was, but he got an ass whipped. Joe Lewis had come out of retirement to fight Rocky Marciano. The man was 76 years old. Joe Lewis always lied about his age. He lied about his age all the time. One time, Frank Sinatra comes out here and sat down in this chair. I said, Frank, you hang out with Joe Lewis just between me and you. How old is Joe Lewis? You know what Frank told me? He said, hey, Joe Lewis, 137 years old. 137 years old. Oh, man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra.
1: What's up everybody? lay some up back in the building. I'm Calvin. I'm Edwin. And we just gonna go ahead, you know, give a little recap a little bit. You know, we all know that a uh, high stakes is tomorrow. Mayweather Birdo, which Edwin's not a big fan of, but hey, I am. I don't care. Oh, okay. I don't care. But hey, Floyd Mayweather's last fight, possibly. Edwin, do you do you believe that really?
2: For real? For real? Or are you asking me like <laughs> So for real.
1: No, I'm I'm serious. Do you really think this is Floyd Mayweather's last fight?
2: Come on, bro. Alright, <laughs> he's got he's got two things working against him, man. What's that? Number one, he's black. Number two, he's a minority just like we are. And what do we want the most of? Money. Exactly. So do you think dude's retiring after this one?
1: You know what? I'm gonna be honest, man. I I I I'm going to say no just because...
2: He won't even say no.
1: Yeah, he won't even say no, but I think he needs to get 50. He has to. I think so, too. He has to, man. Would
2: Jordan stop at fucking one championship before he could, like, dominate everyone else's rings, you know? Like, obviously, you're not going to catch the Celtics 11, but shit. I mean, he got six because he's like, fuck this. I'm going to get as many as I can, you know? And... That's what it is. I mean, I just don't think like if I'm a if I'm a professional and on Floyd's level, like I just think fifty looks better than forty nine. I mean, if you're really trying to, you know, go for the grandeur. I mean, is he picking Berto to just take kind of like a toony kind of fight before he takes another big one for the last five No, man, like I really don't.
1: Yeah, I and, and and since we're on the subject of Floyd Mayweather, I'm sure you heard the the the, the allegations with the I V um I like oh I guess clearly, I guess, I guess it, it got cleared up to the point where, yeah, he, it, 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 it they took caution because you know maybe hey he could have been covering something up, but it came back that he wasn't, and I I forgot which doping agency that had told them that, but um, those allegations only lasted for what like a day, and I, I, I honestly I don't care. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't care about that either because. Like, why are they bringing this up now? It's, and I think what it has to do with is because Mayweather Berto is like, right now, I'm going to just be honest, I'm not, I'm speaking as a boxing fan, it's, it's, a, it's a dud at the box office. So,
2: nobody's buying seats. I mean, you can go get a seat right now for that fight tomorrow and you're not going to pay a lot of money.
1: Right. So, maybe they needed it for a little hype up. Who knows, man? But, it. I think it was just out of the blue. It just came out of nowhere and... I, think, I thought it was uncalled for, but at the same time, Mayweather berto is like a dud, and maybe they needed that just to spark it up a little bit. Who knows, man?
2: I don't know. I just think, uh, you know, horrible choice and opponent. We've gone over that a billion times, I mean, since yeah. it even announced. I mean, uh, you know, how many of our listeners are appreciative of this fight uh, as well? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's about as bad as, you know, going out and dominating, you know, the Yankees in a World Series, and then you come back and you're playing, you know, some the Milwaukee Brewers or something. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what kind of comparison. I mean, it's as bad as the Bears. I mean, I don't know, man. I just, I feel like it's a horrible, horrible selection and opponent being that you're supposed to be TBE, you know, greatest all-time supposedly. You know, you put yourself number one at the goddamn list. I mean, so, I mean, I don't understand The cherry-picking's got to stop, man. It really does. I mean, there's no explanation that anyone can give for Andre Burrow getting this fight. You know, is he deserving of this right now? No, he's not. I don't see it. And, and, And losing three of your last six, I mean, how is that making you worthy? What threat are you to the greatest fighter on the planet at this moment when you've lost three of your last six to three bums, if you think about it? yeah. I mean... Victor Ortiz doesn't fight no more. Uh, you know, Guerrero is not really a boxer, and uh, you got someone like uh, Soto Carras you know, Soto Carras that kicked your ass, you know, and knocked you the fuck out. I mean, I don't, I don't see you how you became worthy of a Mayweather fight. I really don't. This is, and I don't think this the last is three have been that great either.
1: Right, and and this fight it should have been take t- it should have took place years and years ago. But like you said, Andre Berto, you know, he got beaten. He. He he didn't step up to the plate and he lost he lost his shot. Now now what, what, what should we expect from Mayweather Birdo? Like let's just let's just talk talk boxing. Not not let's talk about we don't like Floyd or we like Floyd or this is a dud fight. As boxing fans, what 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 should we expect from Mayweather Birdo tomorrow night in Vegas? Well, I mean, I know
2: Birdo's style pretty well. Uh, he's not a gonna. He's not gonna sit there and chase Mayweather all day. He doesn't have the patience for that shit. I mean, I mean, granted, he's tried the style himself against opponents, and it never worked for him. I mean, I just don't like. I know that he doesn't like to chase people, and his kryptonite is that he always tries to go in and and go for the kill. I mean, he's got a great left hook. He's got some speed. What can we expect on Saturday? I mean. It's a Mayweather fight, man. I mean, are yeah. you really at a lot of running and, and, and slap punching and, 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 and slap boxing? I mean, that's pretty much what you're going to see for 12 rounds.
1: Okay. I don't see Mayweather knocking Birdo
2: out or anything. I mean, it really just depends what Birdo we get in the ring. I mean, if we get the Birdo, that went in 30-0 and 0 against, you know, Victor Ortiz, then, you know, uh, that's going to be one hell of a night for Mayweather.
1: But yeah. But if you get the the Berto they lost to Ortiz and the same Berto they lost
2: to Carras and the same Birdle they lost to fucking Robert Guerrero, then it's another fucking easy night of work for Mayweather. I don't see Berto's more or less a sparring partner caliber fighter for Mayweather. He's just going to toy with this guy. I mean, he's going to play with him like a cat does a mouse. And then if he can put him down for the kill, he will. But I don't, Mayweather doesn't have a lot of power. Everyone knows that.
1: So, yeah. I don't see it
2: happening. I just think it's a boring fight, man. To be honest with you.
1: Yeah, I, me me personally, I think that I'm um I, I'm like you. I'm gonna expect um a typical a typical Mayweather fight. I mean I I Why would feel... you pay for that.
2: Huh? Why would you pay for that, Cal? Think about it. Like what is good I mean, you know, Birdo. I mean, granted, maybe Mayweather'll come in and say, Let me give the fans an exciting one, you know, for this fight or, you know, he might just do the same shit he always does. I mean, if he's going to pick someone like Berto, and this is really his last fight, I mean, I would hope that he wouldn't do something as lame as he did with Pacquiao. You know, make it a boring-ass fight. You want to do something exciting. I mean, go out with a bang,
1: man. Yeah, me, me. I think, like I said, it's going to be a, a typical Mayweather fight. Um, I I got to, well, down the line, I'm, we're going to give the predictions. You'll be shocked. But um, I, I think that this fight is... I think this is more was like a, a careful, cautious fight, and and you know, and Floyd saying this is his last fight, this is his last fight. I'm not buying it, man. Which is going to come to my next question: Does Floyd go for number fifty, and will that opponent be Manny Pacquiao? Now, me, I'm going to flat out say it: Mayweather Pacquiao too will happen in 2016. It's going to have to. Um yeah I want to see 100% Manny in this fight and why what better what better way to break Rocky Marciano's the great Rocky Marciano's record by going in there defeating a 110% Manny Pacquiao that right there would even give his haters something to talk about and something to be like you know what I hate the hell out of this dude but you know what I respect this man because he is good. I think if Roy goes after Manny for fight number two,
2: it's going to be a fucking bad night for Mayweather. I mean, look, man, I I don't have to be a fan of Mayweather
1: to respect right. his draft, right. okay? Right. I, don't, I don't have to like the Yankees to appreciate that they've won 28 world championships, but I'm a Yankee fan,
2: obviously. Or oh, the Patriots. Or the Patriots, you know, you just have to respect you what the hell to, they're man. doing. You have And, you know, look, man, Tom said, you know what? You guys want to bring up the flake gate, I'm going to throw four TDs on your ass tomorrow. Yep. You can pump that motherfucking ball up as much. You can put nitrous <laughs> in that bucket, and I'm still going to throw it and whiz it across the field. I mean, it's the same thing with Floyd. You know, I just think that, you know, one thing I've noticed about Manny throughout his career is, is when he loses to somebody, he corrects most mistakes, except the only person he's never done that against is Juan Manuel Marquez, yeah. because that's a freaking fighter. I mean, you don't know if the guy's going to come out and try to box with you or he's going to come out and try to scrap with you. Exactly. So that's the difference. With Mayweather, you know what Mayweather's going to do. He doesn't want to get hit. He wants to run away, and he wants to just pitter-patter, slap-punch, and then, you know, get his points. Right. And I think unlike Pacquiao, with that ferociousness, that speed, that tenacity, that power he has... If he's a hundred percent, I don't
1: think Mayweather gets fifty. I think he gets that first one on that on that right hand side there while well, he gets that out. All right, man. I that's I, I just my that's just my opinions, man. It's gonna have to happen, you know. And wh- like you said, why did Floyd Floyd is Floyd, we all know. Why would he want to settle to tie, you know what I mean, with Rocky Marciano as to where he can have a shot at being the one the number 1 standing alone at 50 and 0 so that's why i think he's coming back man it it's, it's going to have to happen so um now prediction mayweather burdo let me hear it because i'm going to let you guys know ladies and gentlemen you know edwin's a big boxing fan but he told me he's not going to watch the fight so it it'll be me watching the fight but he can still give his prediction so i want to hear from edwin the man who wins the fight how
2: First of all, let me explain to our listeners why I'm not going to be watching this fight. Because I'm not satisfied as a fan of boxing of of the match. I'm not. It's like, it's not something that we asked for. We asked him, we told him who we wanted to see. He He knew who we wanted to see. And he blatantly disrespected fandom by picking Birdo. Okay, so here's my thing. I think Mayweather knows that he needs to make this fight interesting somewhat. So I think Berto goes out looking a little bit as a Kodo. Maybe he gets four rounds if he's lucky. Maybe Floyd will slip up. Can he get clocked by... Berto has power, so we we can't deny it. Does he have Keith Thurman kind of no. power or Gennady Golovkin power? No, but he's got threatening power. I mean, the bottom line is, is that can Floyd get caught like he did with uh, Shane Mosey? Sure. But, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. I think Floyd's just going to try to make this fight look pretty. He's going to make it look interesting for, you know, to because he knows he fucked up and who he chose. And that's that. Pay per view numbers, it's going to be shit, and I think seating numbers is going to be shit, and I think that's why Mayweather is going to come back for another fight. So who wins? My prediction is Mayweather eight to four rounds, and he wins by decision.
1: All right, majority. All right, Indeed, buddy. All right, here we go. I got. Let's
2: do UD unanimous. Yeah, obviously yeah. You know.
1: I got. I got Mayweather TKO tenth round. Tenth round. I think the reason why I say that. Like I said, we all know, I'm going to use your term, Floyd has marshmallow hands. But I think with this one, man, I can see this winding down to a, a Mayweather-Ricky Hatton type fight. As to where Berto's going to mess around, going to come in there wild like Ricky Hatton did, and he's going to get caught. You know, like, like Ricky Hatton did. He's going to get caught and may get knocked down. So then he gets up. He's going to be too woozy from it. So Floyd just capitalized capitalized on it, and I think that's when it it, it stops. So I got Mayweather TKO in the 10th. So.
2: great maybe i don't think it's gonna happen that way i think what's gonna happen is berto's got sensitive eye sockets and yep. they swell up pretty bad yeah i think you know with floyd's pitter patter slap punch style you know you get slapped up enough you're gonna start getting some uh, bruising and shit and i think that maybe that could be a possibility but i just don't think berto's gonna want to lay down for this one i think he's gonna right. try to give it everything so yep. we'll see what happens man yep. i really honestly i yeah, don't care you know, I pray to God, Floyd loses, and I feel like an idiot for not watching the fight. I mean, I really don't know. We don't know what to expect tomorrow. All I can tell you is that people aren't happy, fans aren't happy, broadcasters aren't happy, nobody's happy with this fight, and uh, that's it. It's not a big thing to care about.
1: I'm more excited about watching uh, Gennady Golovkin and Lemieux and Kodo yeah. and Camilo. Yep, so, hey, you never know, man. I might just do me a little quick, a quick post-show, post, post five-minute talk about what happens tomorrow but hey we'll find out so but um let's go back let's go to something that really shocked me man which was um Timothy Bradley the WBO welterweight champion he split from his trainer longtime trainer Joel Diaz and now he has picked up Teddy Atlas the great Teddy Atlas I I'm I can't believe it like I I think that was a great move man and I think we'll we'll finally figure out what kind of boxer tim bradley is especially with teddy right. in his corner and right what do you think about that man
2: i think man dude like we talked about earlier uh yesterday and earlier today i think it was a great choice man yeah i, do I mean uh i love teddy ellis uh you know i know the pedigree of trainer background that he comes from he comes from the same tree uh you know he comes from custom models tree of trainers. And, yep. uh, I, I have. Uh, high amount of respect for Customato and the people that have come out uh, as, you know, his understudy trainers I guess you could say, and Teddy's one of them I mean, uh, I think Teddy's been sitting out enough analyzing boxing and you know i can see from when he's doing those instructionals on friday night fights and those things he does on espn now you know he knows what the hell he's talking about and right i think he's seen enough of tim bradley on the outside looking in that he knows what he would do different with training him and i don't think joel diaz is a a, a, a world-class coach i just don't think he's a world-class trainer right in my opinion i think he rode the tim bradley train and uh, he he's fucked up, you know, the yep. last four fights with yep. him. So, I think Teddy's going to capitalize. I mean, he's got a lot Teddy's got a lot to gain from this, too. I mean, he didn't do that great with Tyson, uh, you know, when they were uh, around the same camp. Uh-huh. So, I mean, like, I think uh, Teddy's got a great, great, great opportunity here to show how badass of a coach he can be, and I think Tim and him will do a great job
1: working together. And I, I truly I agree with everything you just <laughs> said, and their first test is going to be on my birthday, November 7th. He got a fight oh, yeah, with, Rios. with Brandon Rios for the WBO Welterweight Championship. I, I can see this as a slugfest, man. Which, again, is
2: Manny's belt. Everybody knows
1: it. That's Manny's belt, and that's I, Manny's belt. I, I can man. I, I see this as like a slugfest, man. But because Brandon Rios, that's just his style.
2: You can't slug with Rios, man. That's the thing. You can't. People make mistakes, man. And if Bradley tries to go Provodnikov on this guy, he's gonna lose. He's fucking up the wrong tree here, man. Yep. He's barking up the wrong tree, messing with the wrong dog, dude. You just don't do it, and he's gonna get hurt, man. I don't. I see him getting KO'd if
1: he does that. And and, and it's funny you say that because Tim Bradley kind of kind of took a shot. He didn't kind of. He did. He took a shot at uh Brandon Rios saying, "I fought Manny Pacquiao, man. Brandon Rios, this is gonna be an easy fight." So Brandon Rios heard that. And Brandon was like, "Okay, I'm gonna show you what, a, what a, I'm gonna show you that this is gonna be an easy fight." He's like, "I'm gonna quote him," he said, "Motherfucker, I was in there with Manny Pacquiao too. Don't think that you want the only one in there with him, and you didn't yeah, even beat him." Manny never
2: got ro- uh, Manny never rocked Rios. He nah. could just play with them, but you can't, got You cannot. You times. cannot
1: rock Rios, man. And he's like a rock. Like he takes so much punishment. When him and Mike <laughs> Alvarado was going at it, man. <laughs> punishment
2: like it's nothing like it's a superpower for him i just don't see it man i really don't bradley better listen to teddy ellis on this one and whatever his game plan is gonna be you better go with it
1: yeah he's gonna have to man because like you said if he going in there trying to slug with this man that's gonna be an early early night for uh tim bradley you say it's
2: slug matches for elite fights man yeah you know you get that to go in there and slug it out with uh, you know uh, Amir Khan or freaking Mayweather, you go in there and you tear that motherfucker up. Right. So I don't see that happening for this fight. You don't do that with the Warrior. It's almost like what Gotti did against Ward. He tried mm-hmm. to slug it out with a slugger. You don't do that, man.
1: Yep. So stay tuned for Tim Bradley, Brenda Rios, everybody on November seventh. That's it. Uh, that's at the Thomas and Mack in Vegas. So, yep. um, they'll still be popping, man. And, um. Who else? What else we got? We got a few we got some trash talking going on between oh, a, yeah. a boxer and a trainer. Keith, one time Thurman has been popping off at the mouth of Virgil Hunter. They've been going back and forth, back and forth, man. And I I and I, I quote, you know, Keith Thurman has been out there saying he would defeat any fighter in Virgil Hunter's stable. He even took some shots at Virgil Hunter saying, you know, you ain't good. You ain't this, this, and that. You know. Virgil Hunter ain't no punk man, like you said earlier. He's a big dude, and and you know
2: that dude's a parole officer, a former parole
1: officer. Right. I Think
2: Thurman's uh, gonna hurt his feelings, it,
1: Exactly, and 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 Virgil next cons and shit. Right, and Virgil Hunter was like, hey. <laughs> You go ahead, hey, then you need to cut your ponytail off where I come around and I'll snatch you by your ponytail and I'll take you out the right way. And I ain't talking boxing terms. So you know what that means that this dude, basically saying he'll make you go to sleep permanently.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I, I think, man, now as I dissect all this, maybe Keith Thurman's trying to take a shot at Amir Khan, man. Now look.
2: I think he's trying to get them big fights, Cal.
1: Now look, Amir Khan, Keith Thurman, I want it. I would love it and this I is going to shock That'd be this, like
2: Christmas, this is
1: going to shock everybody. I'd go with Amir Khan on that just before for the simple fact that I'm not a fan of Keith Thurman for one. Two, I truly think that Amir Khan, that would be Amir Khan's uh how to say, coming back coming back party where mm-hmm. if he, he if he can defeat Keith Thurman amir khan's back in that spotlight considering that floyd's really gone you know what i mean
2: man it was a fluke fight man with garcia i'm telling you i still want to see a rematch man Th-
1: that could happen i
2: still want to see it i mean i still think you know amir khan got something to prove on that one but at the same time i mean he's a but he was already a level fighter yeah. before that so i mean i just don't think he fell off like that i mean it you know, Cotto's lost four, I mean, right. at the same time. So, I mean, you can't really hate on someone for losing. But in the grandeur that he did lose to Garcia, it was kind of embarrassing that, you know, he was dominating him. And then to get sucker popped by that haymaker, dude. Yeah. I mean, like, either know which way you cut that piece of pie, he got KO'd.
1: Exactly. I mean,
2: that's the end of that but i would still like to see it but thurman and uh khan would be awesome i wonder if khan could get away from the power and just outbox box him and really do some damage i don't think Keith's been in the ring with someone of that caliber yet he has so i would it, like man. to see it
1: that's why that's why i would want that fight in amir khan man i would give amir khan an edge because let's say floyd never comes back you know manny pacquiao is the top dog now then you got Cotto. I'm still putting Cotto number two because my top three right now is Floyd, Manny, Cotto. I don't care how many Kodos lost. I don't care that Pacquiao's hurt. One, That's my one, two, three. So you bump Floyd out of there. You pump up Manny one, Cotto two. So everybody's going to be fighting for that number and three. And
2: then Canelo four. What you say? I said I would pick Tom 3, Canelo 4 after that.
1: Yeah, there you go. Bradley
2: would be 5. It's just because Canelo, to me, still hasn't faced a good list of people. I mean, other than his last maybe 5, 6 fights, he's fought decent B to A level competition. Mm -hmm. Mayweather, obviously, being the top one. But, I mean, other than that, those other 40 fights and the other 20 fights he fought in Mexico were against blatant crappers the whole time. So... Mm -hmm. I mean, I just, I think, I think, honestly, Canelo has a lot to prove compared to most of the fighters on the docket when you talk about Thurman. Yeah. I like to see those kind of fights happen because... I think uh, you know, Thurman obviously can fight at one fifty four. I mean I, yeah. I wouldn't like I wouldn't mind seeing that kind of shit, but we know Canelo is too big and he's gotta go back, you know, he's gotta go to sixty, man. He can't yeah. he can't keep staying down here at this weight class he's at. But
1: nah.
2: look man, I'm pumped up. I like the shit talking. I think that makes fights, that makes good good promotion and good yep. good fucking news and, and stuff for us to talk about. So yeah. I hope more of that keeps happening amongst fighters. 'Cause then it makes for good exciting fights and pre fighting and talk and all that stuff we yeah. do. But you know, I'm I'm stoked, man. I think boxing's uh, you know, this is a big year for boxing, it's the biggest it year for boxing in a long time. And uh, I think, you know, we've gotten a lot of Christmas presents this year coming you <laughs> know, in, the, in the way of the fights that we've seen. So, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm excited for this uh, last quarter of boxing that we're mm-hmm. going to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody keep staying tuned. Uh, keep listening to the show.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, and that's what it is, man. Exactly. And before we get out of here, since you're saying that, I want to announce a few of these upcoming fights. You know, Kell Brook is set to defend his title against Diego Chavez, which, mm-hmm. which could open... So- which can open up, you know, a possibility of him getting a big fight after this. That's October 24th in England. Um, you got the Andreas Fanfara, the the Polish man, but he's he's fight fight. but he he's here in Chicago and he's returning home to Chicago to face Nathan Cleverly on October 16th. That's PBC on Spike TV. Hopefully we're in the building for that. Oh, well, we'll be in the building. Um you got Hated, hate him or love him. You got Adrian Broner coming. He's fighting for the Junior Welterweight title in his hometown in Cincinnati on October third. Um and then obviously we got Puerto Rico versus Mexico, Codo Canelo in November twenty first. And we we got we gotta have somebody finish it off the year off in December, man, because I'm gonna be honest. Cotto Canelo gonna set it off for Thanksgiving It's gonna be
2: Amir Khan and Thurman, brother It's gonna or have to of that sort. Both of them will be fighting around that
1: time I think yeah, They both so. wanna get it in one more
2: time before the year's out So,
1: right, so stay, I'm kinda stoked Yep, so stay tuned everybody So before we get out of here, we're gonna go to our favorite segment Which is Final Words So, Edwin, what's your final words For the weekend, man? My
2: final words for the weekend Is, uh Let me think about this a little bit. My final words for this weekend is this. Because I know there's a lot of bikers out there. And I work with a biker. Mm -hmm. And this dude crashed and hurt his ribs. And three months ago, one of his girls that rides bikes died with some other dude. They got his head chopped off on a motorcycle. So my final words is this. Respect the Rockets. Respect the Crotch Rocket. Treat a Crotch Rocket like you would jessica beale jessica alba or jessica rabbit you know with finesse yes you know be gentle right you know because you fuck up and hit a pebble at 140 you're gonna die okay and i just i get tired of hearing about these motorcyclists getting killed and dying in accidents and shit so you know i'm keep my final words real serious yeah ride safe wear a helmet people and don't drive like a jackass even though you still look cool on a bike you don't have to ride one like an idiot
1: Great. And that's my piece for today. Great. My final words is: for one, I second what he say. Try safe. For one, two, let's let let's you know take a moment to to think about what happened in two thousand one on this day, which was the Twin Towers. Um, I America, yeah, you know, America, we took a hit, but hey, we Americans, we can bounce back. And you know, to all the people that lost family members in that. You know, prayers to you on this day. I know it's always hard. But, hey, as Americans, we stand together. United we stand. Divided we fall. And that's how we say it. So, salute to all you from 9-11. Mm-hmm. Um, first responders, cops, firemen, right. all of them. All you guys, man, in uniform. And so, um, military. Make sure you check out the website, 1515AF. That's what we're part of. You got a lot of things on there from from WWE to the reality TV Make sure you check out Mommy's Wine Time. That's a little segment with the ladies drinking wine, talking about motherhood. Stay tuned for Calvin and Edwin. We're going to be back. You know, like I said, this is the final quarter. We're going to be giving it like we're going to be giving it. So, So, with that being said, I'm your boy Calvin. And I'm Edwin. Good fight, good night. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, you know what to do. Have a good one. Edwin, man, I'll catch you on the next one. All
2: right, my brother. Later. All right.